Do you feel like your team's in the right mindset going into this week? Yeah, I definitely think we are. Um, you know, we've kind of just focused on getting better throughout the year. And, and you know, at one point in conference play, we were we were two and three um, after, you know, a really good non-conference portion of our schedule and and got set back there and, and then had to readjust and find our identity. And I think we've definitely done that here, you know, the, the last month of the season and figuring out who we are. Um, we know our strengths. We know our weaknesses. And but we don't want to change from the fact that we that we want to continue to still get better. And the challenge for our guys right now that we've been talking about is you know, everybody get two percent better, you know, from now to the end of the season. And if we think if we do that, we got enough to 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 win a championship and then to win all the games. But it's not easy to get that two percent. We got to make sure that we're working really hard and practice and and focus the games to get there. You guys have been in a lot of close games, obviously, and, and some you, you dropped early in the year, the Coppin game, the, the Valpo game and things like that. But you've been really good in some situational type stuff. I know you've talked about how you've practiced a lot of that stuff here recently. And do you feel like that's paid off? Has that helped going through some maybe rough experiences early in the season to, to now making the right plays and, and, and doing things right down the stretch in games lately? Yeah, I mean, everything helps as long as you're learning along the way. and. You know, we we went through a couple times really in the year where, you know, situationally in games, maybe we did something right in the game, and but we just didn't do enough. And you mentioned, you know, the Valpo game and and what we did there to come back and, and put that thing in overtime and and some situational. But then you look in overtime and we did not do some situational things very well. So when you get those games and those experiences, you're going to pick out the things that you're doing right. Like, let's, this is how we do it. This is what we should be doing in those situations. And then the things you do wrong, you're going to, you know, point it out to your staff and as a coach and you own up to it and the players and you say, look, if we're in these situations again, this is how we're going to, this is how we're going to handle it. And, and, you know, those tight games and all those things aren't going to stop. I mean, they're, they get, you know, they, they stay the same, but they get more amplified, you know, by, by the importance of the game. So um, we're going to stay with it and, doesn't mean we're always going to do things right, um, but we want to do the best we can in situations, give ourselves the best chance to win. And one thing, midway through the conference season, it was kind of a struggle at times, rebounding the basketball. You, you get out rebounded by quite a bit, but especially this past week, two of the best offensive rebounding teams in the league. Um, you, you not dominate the glass, but you win the rebounding battle. And again, you played a lot of small ball on Saturday. Has that been a big emphasis to, to rebound better and especially against some of these, these bigger teams in the Sun Belt? You know, that emphasis was there from day one, our first day of practice. So so whether we were doing or not doing it, it was always emphasized and it was always practiced. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it. And, you know, we sometimes it takes a while to to understand you know the importance of it. But we, you know, whether we're playing small ball or big ball and having Alonzo Sule back helps, um, it doesn't make a difference. Um, if you do your job and, 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 and size is – it's important, but it's not the only thing that's important in rebounding, and our guys understand that. And, and I think, too, it's a, it's a collective effort, too. Tyree's done a good job rebounding at times. Noah's done a really good job rebounding at times. Your guards have done a pretty good job with that, too. When we're really good at rebounding, usually you see those two guys that you talked about. You see Tyree, you see Noah, and, and, and Talk. You know, those guys will get, you know, heavy rebound games. Um, and, and, that, and that's when we usually have our big rebounding games. I know I asked you about Mezzi a little while, a couple weeks ago, just kind of about, you know, is he what you expected? But talk about his versatility and what he can do for you 
Um, I mean, he was playing the five a lot Saturday, but then he would also bring the ball up the court at times and kind of play a point guard. How much does his versatility help you? Yeah, to give you an idea of his, his versatility, and we're playing South Alabama, he's guarding our point guard, who's going to be, you know, first or second team all-conference player. And we're playing Louisiana, he's guarding our center, who's going to be, you know, first team all-conference player. And that's the kind of trust, that's his versatility on the defensive end. On the offensive end, you've seen kind of what he can do from scoring and making plays in different areas of the court, whether he's leading the break or posting up or driving it. Um you know, he's he's kind of a modern day basketball player. That's why I think he's going to, you know, have a chance to be a successful pro because of his versatility and his size and and then his characters through the charts. I mean, he's as good as person as there is. And, and, and all those things come together and he's been extremely valuable for us this year. Talk about Marshall a little bit. The first time you played them, it seems like forever ago now, but Votto didn't play. Um, Julian didn't play. Talk didn't score. <laughs> I mean, to, I mean that was a monster win for you guys at the time to go to their place and, and get a victory. Obviously, the teams are different. They're really, really good. Those two guards really make them go. But talk a little bit about your, your scouting report with Marshall. Yeah, I mean, you know, the highest scoring guard duo in, in the country. Um, those guys, you know, they're, they're different. Uh, Kinsley is – um, you know, he's, uh, I would say he's mid range, but he's not like he, I think he's one of the smartest players in the league. Um, and you mix that with how athletic he is. So he gets his areas on the court and he makes shots that sometimes are indefensible and you just got to take your hat off to him and say, Hey, congratulations. Let's go ahead and get back and try to score on the other end. Um, you know, Taylor is, um, he's fun to watch. I mean, he's, yeah, he'll shoot shots from anywhere and um, any angle and, and contort his body and throw him up there. And he's a three-point shooter, but he scores at the rim. He's a you know very good combo guard. So those two together, you know, are, you know, they're extremely challenged because they, they kind of complement each other. But I think one of the things that, that's been huge for them is the transfer from VMI and Kerfman. Um, you know, he, he makes over three threes a game in league play. He breaks games open. So on offense, I mean, they are they are really, really good. And um, on defense, they can turn you over and do a lot of things there. So um, what happened on whatever we played them, December 31st, I believe, that's so far in the rearview mirror for both teams. And, and you know, it's, it's where you are to now and particularly where you are going to be at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. All right, next step, we'll go to Shane Metlin. since the last game with them and you were basically down three guys and you can't talk still recovering from his illness at that point. Can you take much from that game or has have both teams changed so much since that was played? Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to watch the game and study it and kind of see, you know, what your guys look like against them and, and any areas that, that you think that you might have success. And um, knowing them, what they're going to do is areas that we think they're going to have success, they're going to try to fix this week and – we're doing the same thing. We're watching them and, and seeing the problem areas for us in the first game and and trying to make adjustments there. But, you know, at the same time, I think they've grown. Um, I think we've grown. And and so roles change and players change and different things change where um, you could take a lot from it. But, you know, we've studied that tape and we, uh, you know, myself, I personally, I, I, I said their last three games as well. So the most recent games and kind of watching the trends and see where they are. They're very, very similar. They haven't changed a whole lot, 
But I think what they've changed is what they were doing before, they're doing even better now. All right, we'll go. Thank you. Go ahead, Shane. No, I'm good. Okay, we'll go to Colby Reese with Breeze Team. Hi, Coach. You talked about kind of um, getting 2% better every day and things like that. So is there like an overall message of what you guys want to improve on in these last two games um, this season? I mean, there it comes down to details right now. And, you know, we – we we want to make sure that you know we're we're following game plans and and and, and guys are getting sharper and staying better and sometimes it's mentally and film film work so you know it, it's not like I'm going to pick an area out and say hey we got to do this area so much better it's it's every single area and it's the details in that area and in terms of like lineups do you feel confident that you know who to kind of go to in situations or do you feel like that's more an in game situation where it's just kind of a feel. Yeah, there's like six or seven guys that are usually the the final five guys, and and sometimes it is a feel. I mean, if um, you know, sometimes it's situational on an offensive defense thing, and other times it's you know who's playing really well. It, it could also depend on the matchup they have on the other team. Um, so it's not a permanent five that we know, um, and, and we will adjust to it, and and we just. I think the guys know, and I try to do this, is, is put the best five on the court for that situation, help us win the game. And they understand sometimes it's them and sometimes it's not. And then that five at the end of the game hasn't always been the same. Um, so that's kind of shown what we can do, some of the versatility of our, of our team. Thank you, Coach. Mm-hmm. And we'll go back to Dave Riggert for a couple. Coach, talk a little bit about Votto, and he's been through a lot this year with with illness uh, right when conference play started. Then he had the injury that, that he had a few weeks ago and missed a game. You know, he's had a, a kind of a rough year, but it seems like he's stayed pretty patient through everything. He hasn't forced it when he's come back, and he's kind of let the game come back to him. Have you seen a much more mature player in Votto this year? I mean, I would say yes, but, I mean, he's never really lacked maturity. I mean, he's always kind of been – um, a take care of business guy, um, loves basketball, loves games, loves to compete. And, um, you know, what, I, what I've seen with Votto this year is, um, you know, he's been able to overcome more. And, and you know, you just mentioned some of the things he had to, he had to deal with and maybe some of the things you guys only know about he's dealt with where um, he keeps on fighting and, this is his last chance. This is his last run. You know, I got I got uh, him and three other guys. It's their, it's their final home games this week. It's their final chance to play college basketball. They have urgency. And, and it's good when that urgency spreads to the younger guys on the team and some of the other guys. That's when I think you got something good. And I let those guys speak their mind. And Nevada is one of them where uh, I want them to relay how important this is to them, to the rest of the team. And I, I want everybody to feel it. And I want everybody to have that same kind of mentality. I was going to ask you about that, about some of the guys that are playing their final games in a JMU uniform, whatever that could be, hopefully here in a few weeks. But, you know, is there a sense of urgency with your guys and how they're interacting with each other and, and coming to work every day for you? There is and there should be. And, um, you know, the, these guys love basketball. They, they love college basketball, love, love being at JMU. And, you know, this is what we're playing for. You know, the, all, all the work, all the weights, all the summer stuff, all the things that we've done, the travel, this and that. 
you know, this is what we play for, you know, and the finish seating at the end of February, we'll figure out where we are at these next two games and get down to Florida and, and try to make a run to try to win it all. So this is why I coach. This is why these guys play. I know we, we kind of joked after the game on Saturday, just, you know, it felt like a postseason game. A lot of these games, it felt like postseason games of late. Um, it seems like your guys are, are relishing this moment, especially after what we talked about last week when you didn't have a lot to play for. Your guys are really taking all this in and, and soaking this up right now. Yeah, I mean, it's so much different than last year. And, um, you know, this time last year, you know, if we're in the final week of the regular season, we knew that was going to be the final end of our season. and. You know, whatever happens this week, we know that's not the final. And, you know, whether we're doing things good or not good this week, it, it's still going to build us to what we got to be when we go down to Florida for the tournament and and play in a win-or-go-home scenario. And um, it, it's much better when you kind of got that at the end of the year saying, you know what, we got a chance. And as opposed to the end of the year, you're sitting there saying, you know what, we don't have a chance and we got to play more games. So this is a much better feeling.